Hey, welcome or welcome back. I'm Kaylee, and we're going to get into the importance and struggle of putting yourself first, especially in the social dynamic of junior high and high school. So when I was in middle school, getting picked on was kind of a daily thing. And I remember I would walk onto the blacktop and have literal water poured over my head, or people would like do the leapfrog past me. And at the time, it, like, really affected me, and now I kind of just look at it and laugh, but I was always so confused as to what I did to make all these people hate me so much. So I ended up spending, like, 7th through ninth grade trying to appeal to my peers as what it seems like most adults encourage, and I was kind of, like, trying to fit into what was considered basic, and I was kind of just a huge pushover and people pleaser, which ultimately was only harming myself, but I got so entwined with the idea of people approving of me that I coincidentally became friends with most of those who would, like, torment or laugh at me years before, and then I realized that the kids that we would consider high school or middle school bullies or popular kids are genuinely just unhappy with themselves, and their insults stem from places of their own insecurities and fears and most motives are how they look to the public eye or what can I post on social media or like oh they're cool I should be friends with them like no that's not really how it works and I went places and I did things that I felt like I had to but once you learn that sometimes people are just mean because they have their own shit going on It's so much easier to, like, take all of that and kind of throw it in a trash can and be like, none of that applies to me. I do not care. And school gets a lot easier. So let me pose you this. If you're not putting yourself first, then isn't it going to be hard to have good feelings about yourself that don't stem from the false validation that all these social dynamics and social media give you? And if your most basic needs aren't met, then how do you expect to have other healthy, successful relationships? If that's friendships, family, or like an actual relationship. Honestly, the whole reason this podcast really exists is because in middle school, I was so unbelievably happy and I had really convinced myself fitting into some social dynamic would make me happy. But guys, that is so far from real. Think about it this way. A colorful lens on your sunglasses is not going to change what you're looking at. It might fog it, it might add a pretty color, but it doesn't change it. And that goes the same way with your emotions. If you suppress and ignore them thinking superficial things are going to make you feel better, you're wrong. This exists because I learned I would rather be the loneliest person at school. Uh but have the best relationship with myself and do things for myself and not because it's what I thought I had to or to be around people that I didn't even want to talk to. And honestly, the quarantine in ninth grade kind of saved me from this whole mindset and it forced me to be alone and sit with my thoughts and opinions of myself, which is something a lot of us aren't too comfortable confronting. Or at least I wasn't, I know that. And I'm not saying sitting alone with your thoughts and feelings is going to make you confident and happy, but acknowledging what's wrong is the first step to making yourself feel better. And I'm not saying that you have to stop there. I read and I did all the things that I thought would help, but I read this one book and it really flipped my mindset. And that'd be The Secret by Rhonda Bryan. I think that's her last name. And once you realize that mindset is everything, you have a lot more power more power than you kind of would have had we can live in our minds there's a whole world up here everyone thinks constantly so just change those thoughts 
sit with yourself in your discomfort and all and make a list of all the things that you have control of and that you can do to better your life. Not a list of what's going to make you more visually attractive, not a list of what's going to gain you followers, not a list of this is going to get me friends, this is what I can say, but a list of things that you can do for your life. And then look at your list and start wherever you can. Do your laundry, go to the gym, make a budget, save up to buy a car, find a new job that you actually enjoy, participate in creative things, go outside, do things for you, because that is all we can control sometimes. And over everything we prioritize in our day-to-day lives, over all the things that we think are end-all, be-all important, I'm here to remind you that nothing is as important as putting yourself first. Not your grades, not your friends, not your relationship, not your job. Nothing. And by this, I mean doing what you need for your mental state and future goals. Which is a lot, and I know it seems like a lot, but it's just write it out on a piece of paper. And at some point, we're going to feel lonely. That is inevitable. We're going to have lost or changed friends, moved away, gone to college, or gone through a really hard time. And these are the kind of things that make us really realize that we're the only person that we will truly always have there. It's ourselves. So why don't we make that the best, strongest relationship you have? Think about how much effort and love and support you put into your relationship with your best friend. And I want you to put 10 times that much love, support, and effort into your relationship with yourself and see how you feel. Because I promise you will improve. And there's like this idea in the back of our heads, I think, that self-care is supposed to make you happy and be fun. But most times real self-care is genuinely not fun. You may want to stay in bed all day, watch TV, but realistically, we both know that that is not taking you anywhere close to your goals, but pushing you further away. You're the only one in control of your successes, so make them happen. You're the only one controlling your body, so treat it well eat even if sometimes it's hard and if eating isn't hard for you maybe evaluate your eating habits sleep guys i need to really make an episode on the importance of sleep because teenagers are now sleeping less and less and if you really look at it ultimately that's impacting our mental states but a key importance is remembering that the best and major life changes don't happen overnight. It's the little actions that you do in your day-to-day life that make a difference. So get a planner. Make a plan for your day. I can do this for myself. I can do this. And then do the exact same thing next morning. Maybe it's a different list, but you still have the same mindset and you're still working towards your goals. And that is something that you should feel good about at the end of the night, even if it was hard while you were doing it. And gosh, I hear this too often. If you've led yourself to believe that you don't have the time or the capability to do these things each day, then you're either straight up lying to yourself or you have really poor time management. I'm sorry to break it to you. Personally, I need a planner and I know that because I tend to be pretty forgetful sometimes and seeing everything written down on a piece of paper able to be checked off helps me. You know yourself better than anybody, or at least I'd hope so. So that means that you should have an idea of what kind of organization is going to work best for you. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. I hope this week's episode was able to relate or give you some motivation to start or continue unapologetically always putting yourself first. And everything becomes so much more possible and like comfortable when you're doing what you need for yourself. 
I hope you have an amazing day and remember, I love you.